Hey there, everybody. Nico here. And whether you're a Sheen or an Estevez or an Estevez pretending to be a Sheen, go ahead and put your pants back on. Let's go punch a clown and watch some Geek Cast live. It's a trap! Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 371. I am your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Cartoon Joe. <laughs> yes, that's correct. It's just you and I tonight, Joe. All good. Sounds good. It's all right. We I'm could sit here drinking whiskey while I've been waiting for the show to start. I'm uh, going to be honest. Water. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I got a, I got a, just a gigantic glass of iced water. That sounds really good. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I actually just got out of the hot tub, and I said, uh, "Boy, a big tall ice water right now." I'm, I'm like, I was 104 degrees for about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I sous vide myself. The best, <laughs> the best I could do is a. Is a nice water. Oh man, I've been I've been uh I've been watching a lot of uh billions and they drink uh was it Mitchers? Mitchners? No idea. Mitchners sounds right. I think there's an N in there. Mitchners. Or is it just Mitchers? No, it's just Mitchers. There's no N. Really? Yeah, but they they drink uh, uh, just Mitchers, Mitchers bourbon on there. It's I'm sure they get paid by oh, them, but sure. uh, you, you got to think of, Mitchers has got to be making a lot of money. Well, it's made me say like I've never had Mitchers, but that's what these rich people on TV drink, right? So I don't know. Never tried it though. What do you what what brand are you drinking? I was uh, I just finished my glass, but it was uh, Jameson uh, Black Barrel. Oh, is that one of the castmates ones? Or is that a whole other? I think it's, without looking, I think it's the 12-year aged. Really? One, yeah. How, how is it? It's delicious. I mean, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's like classy Jameson. Right, which you're still a White Sox fan, but what are you going to do? Right, yeah. You know, so you I still w- got a, a terrible haircut, but. Right. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mix this with with uh, ginger ale unless I was uh, like trying to show off. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't have a brand on my water. A tap, I think. Nice. Called. You should actually they should. I wonder if anybody sells a brand of water like just canned water that's just called tap. It's already, it reminds me of, uh, have you ever uh, bought evaporated milk? Or do yeah. you buy, like, well, like to make, have you ever had pet milk? No. It, I believe it's an acronym, P-E-T, but it's, it says right on there, pet milk. <laughs> it's my brand of choice. I got, I've never decided to see what the P-E-T stood for, though. Pet milk. <laughs> The dairy goodness people. It's not helpful. Yeah, look, it just says right there, pet milk. <laughs> and I have no idea what it it started with an idea of canning as a preserv- preservative in the small town of Highland, Illinois. After a fifteen thousand dollar investment, the Helvetia Milk Condensing Company was born, <laughs> later to be renamed Pet. <laughs> Why? It's not an acronym, by the way. It's just pet milk. Apparently. Fuck. But why? No idea. Yeah, it's my favorite. I saw it on the shelf one time and I was like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Does that say pet milk? And so I bought it and then because it's I mean you you saw the picture of the can. It's it's right up it doesn't uh allude to anything else. 
that's just a yeah it's that's pet milk yep yep so there's a there is a um uh what would you call a patriated as opposed to repatriated yeah there's there's a, a a patriated Nazi scientist somewhere whose whose <laughs> grandchildren are still alive. Yes. Who who spent his waning years instead of being in the Hague, he was milking dogs and cats and figuring out how to preserve their milk. How to preserve uh right, pet milk just in, in general, gerbils. Yeah. Mhm. Guinea some, pigs. <laughs> yeah. Some I like See when it for me, it's it's skim gerbil milk. I don't do anything else. The discerning man's choice. <laughs> what would you like in your scotch? Do you have gerbil milk? <laughs> <laughs> it's the liquor forty three of of uh, <laughs> e trace of, of milks of, of pet, pet milk milks cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> it is ridiculously. Ooh. I tell you what, though, it is a uh, it is my go to brand of evaporated milk and sweetened condensed milk. I am a big pet brand fan. Nice. I don't know that I have a specific brand. I just grab whatever's there. I think it's uh, probably Borden's or Carnation. Borden's, I I think you might pay a little bit more for Carnation. You might save yeah. yourself like fifteen cents for some pet milk. Nice. It's just as good, I assume. It is just as good. Yeah. I, the only thing I really buy it for is uh, a milk gravy. I only use it for, I use it for, uh, I use the evaporated milk for milk gravy. I use the sweetened condensed milk for those uh, Vietnamese coffees. Oh, I've never actually done that. The Dalgana coffee, though, the, the new one or the old, they like the, the one that you could order. I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to say. There was the one that became really popular during COVID. That's the, talking uh, about the other one. I'm talking like a Vietnamese. Yeah. The other one, not the COVID gotcha. one. Gotcha. 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 Not, not the COVID one. Nice. Nice. That's the, uh, where it's just, it's basically it's pour over coffee and sweetened milk. That sounds really good. The one Have that became ever famous. Is the, that's the egg coffee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, egg coffee. Yeah, where you put the uh, just the yolk in. Uh huh. Um, see, I haven't. I don't know why it's. See, this is gonna sound weird. I haven't um, like grown the like. I don't have enough balls to have the egg coffee, which is ridiculous. Because I'll like I'll. I'm an undercooked egg guy, kind of anyway. Like an over easy egg. Is kind of it for me. I don't. So I. Like I've never gotten egg and been like, ooh, this should be no. cooked more. This should be cooked. More. <laughs> right? Maybe that's weird. Maybe that's weird. Maybe I'm the only one. No, I'm 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 in the same boat. It's and to I the would point, even go as far as to say rowing the same direction. To the point where, like, I was I've said this in the show before. I think I was at breakfast with my dad and he ordered an over medium egg and I like, like, I thought maybe that was the sign that he was actually under duress. Like, oh, yeah, you've never, right? like you've never ordered an, no one orders an over medium egg. He's like, yeah, I'd like a, I like a nice hard white and I like my yolks to be runny. I'm like, <laughs> you've never ordered that before. <laughs> like, I think it's still, I think it was an accident. <laughs> like he mm, forgot he how he orders it. because I have only ever ordered eggs at a restaurant, either poached or over easy. Yeah. I really refuse to do anything else. <laughs> But it's weird though, because I would like I'll eat a hollandaise or a mayonnaise or anything like that, but I won't just the idea of I'm just gonna stir this egg yolk up and the hot of the coffee is gonna cook the egg enough that it's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's just gonna make a nice creamy coffee. I'll put egg whites in like a fucking whiskey sour. I don't know why I I don't know why I haven't done this yet. Long story short. I don't I don't know I don't think I have either, to be honest. Why haven't we done that? Why haven't I don't know. That's a good we question. are the exact kind of people and we've been to enough cons. Why aren't we the like wake up in the morning, crack an egg in like a schooner of beer and I kick it back guys. That's a really good question in and of itself. 
It's another thing we've never done together, and I've never done. I've I've also never done it. I would do it with you, but I am skeeved out by the idea. I don't know why. I don't know why either. I will eat beef tartare. I will, like, the only thing I won't eat is I don't do chicken or apparently chicken byproducts because I will not. The idea of, like, an ice-cold, aggressively average beer in, like, one of those frosty schooners. Mm Mm-hmm. Like 22 ounces with a pasteurized egg with just a, we're just an egg just gets cracked right in my egg, right in my coffee or my coffee, right in my beer. And I just take it all down and say, well, there you go. Yeah. And, but like you, you throw it in a frying pan that's heated up and you flip it, you, you leave it for 30 seconds. You flip it once you leave it for 20 seconds. You put it on a plate. No problem. Oh, I'll do that all day. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't even think about it. I just, I, I mop my toast up with that and it's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've even taken and like tipped the plate and tried to scoop whatever's left into my mouth. Brother. Yeah. Or like, uh, uh, the, you, you heat up leftover rice in the microwave till it's good and hot and you crack an egg in it and stir it real crack fast. An egg in it and just stir it real fast. Yeah. Fantastic. Dude. You ever done that with oatmeal? I have not. Really good. I dude, carbonara is just egg yolks and Parmesan cheese. Yeah, yeah. I eat the fuck out of it. I don't know. I, I, don't I, know served, I, I, I served. I served that to my kids. <laughs> yeah. Now I've done the Swedish thing where you uh, you boil your coffee on the stove, and you crack an egg in it, and it, somehow the the egg attracts all the grounds. Really. And you don't you don't eat the egg. You just it, it attracts the grounds, and you pour it off, and then you throw everything away. Uh, it works fine. I could, I could use more practice. (laughs) It works fine. So let's, we should make a promise to ourselves that the next time it seems like to me, it's like, uh, if we were tailgating a football game, if we were like, if it was morning number, if it was the first morning on some bachelor party weekend, Mm -hmm. or if we were at ice and fire con or gen con, we do the egg, just the egg in the coffee thing. Yeah. Yeah. Can't believe, uh, can't, can't believe I've never done it. The, the over to the over loud dulcet tones of Buck Cherry. Yes. We have a, a, a beer guest on. <laughs> That's what we're calling it, right? That's what I'm calling it. Are we, are we calling them just guest ons? Oh yeah, sure. Well, no, because you can get specific. Because you could have like a whiskey guest on, probably. Ooh, yeah, just crack an egg in a whiskey. It's just, it's like, it's, it's, it's two fingers of whatever whiskey's poured in your glass. You crack an egg in it, and you kick her back. Gosh, you'd have to kick her back. I don't think I could sip. That. <laughs> no, you can't sip raw egg whites. Now I can uh, this see whole- where uh, you put it in a shot glass. You crack an egg into a shot glass, and it would have to be a double. And you pour the whiskey on top, and then shoot it. Or you do a. Uh, you could also just have a guest on back. It's just a shot glass with an egg in it. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. So you have like a, like a whiskey with a guest on back. I would even, I would even do, I actually think I would prefer just like, just the yolk. Just, well, that's what it is. It's just, it's just, uh, just the yolk mm-hmm. and like, uh, and, uh, and salt. Ooh. It's See, a, now, it's a, now it's I'm a, really into it. It's an egg yolk with a sprinkle. It's like a, a good pinch of like kosher salt or some coarse salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Save the egg and, whites, make an omelet. Yep. Yeah. All egg, omelet. all egg whites are for, uh, yeah. All egg whites get put in a pitcher. They get, and they just get used for egg white omelets in the morning. Yeah. For whatever reason that makes me more, most comfortable. I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't either. I am, I am, I would still, I still think there'd be a weird moment where the egg yolk doesn't just go down. It pops in your mouth and then you've got like a mouth of egg yolk. Mm-hmm. And you got to decide right then, <laughs> yes. is this the best thing I've ever had or am I puking? <laughs> right. You're either spitting it all over everybody you're around because it, you instantly, it doesn't go right. You didn't to feel like. I don't know if you could hear that sound over the mic. I I couldn't. Oh, gotcha. It feel like uh Oh, yes. Yes. 
Yeah. It would be, that would be, it would be strange. If it just oistered down your throat, you'd be like, fuck yeah, Gaston Bass. Yeah. That's where I'd be that. like, this is, this is, this my, is my drink from now on. I'm, I'm if, adding it to the cold beer I have when I get out of the, the hot tub. If it caught your molar on the way down though and broke and got thick in your throat as you were swallowing it. Yeah. It, you know, it couldn't be worse than the cement mixer. No, it couldn't be. Or really, it would just worse. Be, it'd be the idea of it. That would be the or, challenge. It's like we've we've grown up in this culture where eating raw eggs is like anathema. <laughs> you know, it's like eating like eating room temperature chicken. It's it's just not done. It's just not done. <laughs> and I don't know why, because I don't know either. Because I would, I would well, do we all the things we, what we have done. I would do all the things we just talked about. The atrocities I've committed against chicken kind. Oh, yes. Yes. Because all of my eggs are undercooked and all of my chicken meat is so overcooked. I don't want to eat it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am. I cannot. I've cooked good chicken. I'm not consistently cooking good chicken. I hear that. I really like uh, Alton Brown's new recipe. Relatively new recipe where he roasts a bird in the oven using his uh, pizza stones. Really? Mm hmm. It's delicious. Is that like quarantine kitchen or is that in the new? uh, Uh, It's in the new. uh, I think it's part of his Good Eats Reloaded. So it's not. Gotcha. It's not the new one, but it's like the revisiting. And it is fantastic. You basically you you spatchcock the bird Uh and uh, let it dry out. Uh, with a fan blowing on it for like two hours before you cook it. So it has time to come up to temperature and it dries out the skin. So you get really crispy skin. All right. Uh, you put it, I believe in the oven face skin down first, uh, on a hot, on a hot pizza stone. Uh, no, the, between- the pizza stone uh, sits above it like, uh, to, to radiate the heat down more evenly. Okay. Um, you just put it on a pan on the rack. Uh, you have a, uh, he, he has like a special butter blend where you take like, uh, I think it's like basically a quarter cup of butter, mix it with Aleppo pepper and, um, za'atar spices and mm-hmm. salt, uh, heat it up, get the butter infused with the spices. And then you do the one side really fast. Let it cook for like 15 minutes at, I think it's, uh, I think it's like 500 to start. Or something like that. It's it's a crazy high temperature. And then uh, after the, the backside is cooked, you pull it back out, flip it over, butter the other side, turn the temperature down, and just let it coast until it's cooked. So, and in theory, you have a temperature probe in it that lets you know that it's done. Let you know when it's cooked. And you got, I bet that's some crispy, crispy shit. It's delicious. It's the best chicken I've ever had. Hmm. We were just talking about that. I got... It's football season starting tomorrow is the first game of the NFL season, which means, Mm. which means it's, it's fall, which means it's colder weather, which means my, my whole menu, home menu changes. Absolutely. It's not sliders and burgers and brats and stuff. It's, it's chilies and chowders and soups and, uh, roasts and beef and noodles. And that's what I was trying to say. I was talking with the family. What is like, what either a haven't I cooked before that you've seen on a cooking show or on a menu or something. And then what is something that I cooked last fall that you loved? And so now that's, that's all the conversation now. Nice. Yeah. I just sent you the recipe. We can throw it in the, sh- the show notes for people who are, are interested. Oh, that does look good. And I will put it in the show notes. Um, yeah, it was, I think the, Last summer, I made it probably once every two weeks. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Uh, So that I could basically like, like, so this week I'm having chicken every day. It it made the, doing the, uh, the keto thing while I was trying keto super easy. Cause it's, I mean, it's like other, other than drying out the chicken, it takes 25 minutes to cook. Can you do. I guess you could probably do more than one too. Oh yeah. Easily. 
because I do that. I end up getting like that with pulled pork. I'll make like six pounds of pulled pork. And mm-hmm. I'll have like today I had carnita. Today I had tacos. Tomorrow I'm having a pulled pork sandwich. The day after that, I'm going to have pulled pork in a bowl. Now I'm going to have a, a pulled pork tacos again. I just, I have pulled pork for like 14 straight days. Nice. I had a, a guy I worked with at the hospital had a fantastic barbecue pork recipe mm-hmm. where he would take and put the the shoulder into like an instant pot. Yeah. For, uh, he would, it, it'd be a pork shoulder, I think a quarter cup of vinegar and like a quarter cup of water, uh, apple cider vinegar. I should be right. specific. Uh, let it cook for like an hour uh, and it's fork tender because it's a pressure cooker. Right. And then he would literally just squirt in like a whole bottle of sweet baby rays. And it was easily one of the best barbecue porks I've ever had. Do you like vinegar? Like the taste of vinegar? Like just uh, like just yes. vinegars, white vinegars. Say, yes. Yeah, yep. me too. Yeah, that's a taste. That's a taste, but I like. Yeah, I wasn't sure. And then I was like, no, but salt and vinegar chips are like, Easily the best chips. They are. You know, for those of you, they, for those of you still listening, this has just been Joe and Ryan talking about food for, yeah, for 45 minutes. minutes. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, I don't know. It's, it's neck and neck for me. Salt and vinegar chips versus jalapeno chips. I like a Jimmy John's or Subway. I would do a salt and vinegar jalapeno chip. Like nobody's fucking business. If that were an option. In a yeah, it'd be I the feel, only thing I would ever eat chip wise. I feel kind of like uh, uh, John Oliver right now talking about how we haven't had any exciting cereals in a long time. <laughs> that's that's what I feel like right now because I think if you were to you want to excite me, I was pretty excited when the the uh, famous in Canada the all dressed ruffle showed up here in America. Oh, I don't know. Yes, I love the all dressed ruffle, but that absolutely it had its moment. And now it's like, I don't ever get them anymore. I'm like over the all dressed ruffle. I also feel like it's gone forever. I haven't seen it in a grocery store. I have, I have not seen it either, but I did just find Casey's now has like Casey's brand chips. Casey's general store gas station. All right. Sour cream and cheddar, which is a classic chip flavor that I love. Oh, sour cream and cheddar. Absolutely. It's gotta be Casey's sour cream and cheddar are the best I've ever had. Really? Yes. All they right. don't they don't skimp. And with that being said, if you get like the Casey's um salt and vinegar or the Casey's sour cream and onion, they are like it's all the flavor. It's like they it's like they wow. like like oops all topping is what the so, bag should say. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I do find bright like, orange uh, fingers. That's that's one of the problems with like Lay's is that it's designed to appeal to everybody. Yes. You know, and I get it. That, that kind of thing has its place, but I like a little more. Yeah, I want to, my hierarchy, my heart, my, my Mount Rushmore is probably a Jay's hot stuff, mm-hmm. uh, a Cape Cod sea salt and vinegar. Yes. A Cape, a Cape Cod sea salt and black pepper. Oh, yeah. And then crab chips. I don't know what the last, what was the I, last one? Crab chips. They're just, uh, it's a potential, but I'm pretty sure the seasoning is, it's like an old bay. Oh, I've never had that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those are probably, having, that's probably my Mount Rushmore. And then my crazy horse. That, I agree all the way. But I would <laughs> switch out the crab chip for the spicy pickle chip that LK brought. Oh yes. Spicy pickle chip. I'd like a Jardinera chip. Yes. Please. Although, what if you did a, could you also do a, uh, um, like, could you take a potato chip and then sprinkle it with that, like, uh, that au jus powder that you could buy, like, if you want to make, like, a cheater, like, beef juice? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Where you just get, like, the packet of, like, brown beef, not beef gravy, but, like, au jus, yeah. and it's just powder, and you add water, and you bring it to a boil, and then... Look, you've yeah. got, could you take that powder over fresh, like fresh fried potato chips and I, make a au jus chip? 
I say we shut down the podcast, call up <laughs> Josh and start a restaurant right just now. Just do it right now. Yep. It's all just, it's a food truck. It's all just uh, chips. Yep. It's called, uh, it's called chip truck. Yep. The chip truck. The chip truck. Yeah. And it's just, it's just frying chips and we have all sorts of flavors we could put on the chips and then we serve it to you and I think a butcher, like a butcher paper cone. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we Done. only have a, and there's, we only have three drinks available. Uh, lemonade, sweet tea. No, 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 no. I'm going to, we have, we have three. Cause in my head, there's a perfect three for a food truck. Well, I, was, I was trying I'll, to guess what the perfect three were. You get a, I'm going to give you the fourth wild card pick. So I'm going to give you the three that are going to be in the truck. And then All you right. get to pick the fourth wild card. Excellent. And those, and those are the four, the only four drinks we offer. There's a, uh, a peace tea brand, the Caddyshack. Mm-hmm. So we have like an Arnold Palmer in a can. So you get like that big can, like the big Arizona tea can. Absolutely. A glass bottle Topo Chico lime seltzer water. Yep. And a glass bottle cheer wine. Excellent. I would add to it Herbert, like a glass bottle of Herbert's lemonade. A Herbert's lemonade. Perfect. Those four things are available. And the, those are the only four things. And they're all, it's like a, uh, they're packed all the way up to the very top of the cap in ice. Mm-hmm. So it just even looks cold. And we got like that salted ice thing. Like you're like, we like, we had your dad engineer us the coolest, coldest cooler he could muster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like dry ice and salt. (laughs) It sounds so refreshing. Uh, My mouth is watering. Now imagine a nice ice cold Topo Chico lime and a butcher paper cone of our Aju chips. Mm Mm-hmm. Hot, fresh out of the fryer, Aju chips, where there's just enough oil on the chip that the Aju packet mixed with the oil, and you actually kind of have Aju. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. 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 It's, it's so complimentary because one is so savory and uh-huh. the other is so refreshing. Yeah. The chip chip. And, and I feel like there are people out there who probably think like savory is the opposite of sweet. I disagree. I, I've decided right now. Savory, savory is the opposite, the opposite of refreshing. Of refreshing. Yeah. That's also a show title. Let me write that down. Savory. Yes. Uh, I would say sweet is the opposite of heat. Opposite. <laughs> and not just because they rhyme. <laughs> this is okay. So savory, savory, that would make um, uh, bitter is the opposite of relaxed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which isn't relaxed, isn't necessarily a uh, a food thing, but it yeah. could be. Yeah, I do think on my personal my personal flavor wheel, as opposed to color wheel, uh, bitter to me is balanced with sour. Bitter. Those are two. Those are actually you kind of bucked your own convention there, though. Yeah, I get that because you went savory and refreshing. You went sweet and heat. Mm-hmm. You can't pair. Can you pair two flavors against each other like that? I don't know. I don't know. But I feel like I really like a super bitter IPA and can't stand sours. Oh, you don't like sours? No. And my wife is the opposite. She loves sour just in general, like the concept of sour, not necessarily sours, sours, <laughs> but doesn't like bitter. Sour, sour is the opposite of uh, uh, cold. Yeah, I buy that. I'm in. Bitter is the opposite of uh, leather. (laughs) I don't know. This is such a weird game. (laughs) I could be into that. I could make that argument. Bitter leather is also... um, on the bingo that, card for this week. 
say if, if you didn't have bitter leather on your bingo card. Go ahead and dob it. Joe, what are you uh what are you geeking on this week? To, well, right to, at this exact a, moment. <laughs> at this exact moment, I'm thinking creating, about like like a really thick fruit leather. Like yeah. like almost uh like almost half like a quarter inch thick fruit leather. Like almost boot leather fruit okay. leather. With <laughs> okay. like uh like an like an IPA topping. Ooh, like so something it's a, really uh, super bitter that's really mellowed out by the sweet and the chew of the Well, it's hot. It's 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 just it's just the hops. It's the uh it's a dark roasted malt and hops yeah. in a pestle and mortar that gets uh, sprinkled over the top of a complimentary, like if you have like a black, like a black cherry, uh, boot leather, fruit leather mm-hmm. with like a, with like a cascade hop and a mild roasted, uh, malt topping. Yeah. It's almost a, a fruit jerky, if you will, as opposed to a fruit leather. Yeah. Like pemmican. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, there's another one. I do it. Like a, it's not. There's like jerky pemmican, and then what's the third thing? It's like a, yeah, it's, a, it's like. Sh- well, I don't want to say it's built, like biltong. Like, yeah, biltong. Yeah, but there, there's like that. I, I saw it on James Townsend and Sons, uh, and I had to give the whole name because it makes me <laughs> laugh. But that thing where you, uh, where it was like the the uh, revolutionary revolutionary era bouillon. Where they would like they would take and cook a soup down until it was just the flavor disc, and you could like rip it up okay. and put a certain amount into a cup of like a cup of hot water and melt it, and, and it would it. make the uh, <laughs> it, would, it, it would it would make the broth. It would make the broth right. Yeah, it's 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 basically bouillon where the uh, the binder is gelatin. Can you imagine making a soup and then just boiling it down to nothing and then saying, perfect. <laughs> yeah. This is that's, great for my days of horse travel. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> I wanted a soup I could carry in my pocket. Yeah. Do you have any pocket soup? <laughs> so do you have <laughs> pocket soup? <laughs> you beat me to it. I fucking moments. Uh, but what, what I'm actually geeking on is uh, the Stormlight Archives. Oh, uh, fuck it! You know what? That's I'm, just, that's, I'm so that's what we were. Bo- um, yeah, I I finished I finished uh, the Way of Kings, and and spent about five minutes deciding whether or not I actually wanted a break from it to jump over to the Dresden Files, and then said, right. "Nah, not really." Back to it. Back at it. Yeah, the, uh, have you finished Words of Radiance yet? No, I've got, uh, uh, I think my Kindle would say I've got about seven hours left. Okay. Don't. Yeah, seven uh, hours, 15 minutes move, left in book. Don't just move on to Oathbringer. Okay. There is a novella in between that you should read first. Oh, no shit. All right. Yeah, so there's there's the Way of Kings, Words of Radiance, and then there's a book called Edge Dancer. Oh, uh, all right. Um, I saw that in my library app earlier. And and then there's Oathbringer. So Edge Dancer is a um it centers around a character uh that there's a character you will lift? <clears throat> it's about lift. Okay. Yeah, so I, I encountered char- her today. Okay. There's a character that yeah, you you don't have to read Edge Dancer, but you will gain a greater perspective say, on. I think we Lyft. both know that's not true. I know, I know. You, I mean, you're going to read it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm going to read it, and especially since I now see it's only six hours, and I listened it two times at least, so it's right. going to only be yeah. three hours. You've got you've got three hours. You've got three hours in Edge Dancer, and because it's because it's lift. Um, little, it's a it's a little uh, less weighty to read, I think. Um, so yeah, it was kind of one, like it was kind of like taking a break anyway. 
Yeah. The interlude with her was almost at first it was almost interminable just because right. it was such a, such a jarring shift. Right. But he does such a good job. I mean, we don't have to talk about this now because I, I think we have plans to talk about it more in depth. In other yeah, places. we're we're go- we're going to be doing a deep dive on the Stormlight Archive in the next couple of weeks for sure. But I, I will say, um, one of the things I love about his characters is that he really understands them. One of the things I hate about his characters is that he really understands them. Yeah, totally. And that's all I'll say about that. Friend, I guess I I understand exactly what you're saying yeah so i am uh 100 i'm like i'm i'm on it i'm on chapter 69 of words of radiance which is nice right but, uh <laughs> uh it's it's probably the first chapter where i've really enjoyed shalom in okay maybe maybe half a book yeah um, she's fine. Well, I mean, everybody, I everybody has like their. Yeah. But now that, now that she's interacting with Kaladin, it's like, oh, thank God. My, you know, the character I really like is interacting with the character. I kind of hate reading. So you're a, you're a big Kaladin fan. I'm a huge Kaladin fan. I mean, he's the protagonist, so I get that. He, yeah. I, that's how I feel. I feel like he's definitely the protagonist. If I had to pick one. And Dalinar is, is so close. You know, it's like one and one and a half. Right. But yeah, I, uh, anyway. I'm a, I'm, I'm a big Adolin guy. Yeah. Is that how you say I it? Like, I like, how I do you I don't say think it? I've heard it on an audio, but I've said Adolin, but I really like the way that you said Adolin sounds right to me in a way that I didn't expect. I, I believe in the audio book, he's Adolin. Okay. Dalinar. Uh, Yasna, Shalan, uh, Kaladin, uh, Rock, Teft, Moash, Galinar, or Gavilar. Gavilar, yeah. So, Sadius? Sadius. Sadius. Yeah. yeah, exactly. See, it's funny. I didn't I don't, know. I won't do him the I, respect of getting his name right. I didn't know that. Uh, uh, Yasna was spelled with a J. Oh yeah. So, because uh, I, I haven't read them at all. Right. So well, good for you. I'm glad you like it. And yeah, you're me only too. you're uh you're because there's there's Edge Dancer, then there's uh um Oathbringer, Oathbringer then there's and- Dawn Shard, which oh. is another novella. All right. And then there's Rhythm of War. Gotcha. And then we're waiting and then we're waiting on the next book. Now. Maybe I should. I'll just wait. I'll wait. It's fine. Because you get to Rhythm of War. You're caught up. Then. Dresden is a nice, rewarding break, an 18 book break. It's like a come down. Yeah, it's 18 books, which sounds so daunting. But uh, if you listen to them. Uh, it's like five hours a book at double speed. Nice. Yeah. And so next thing you know, you're like, well, I've read all 18 of the Harry Dresden novels. Fantastic. What now? Then you move on to the expanse. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. Or um, when um, I'm, unless, the, unless the new stormlight archives is out. By <laughs> or unless like me, you're starting your new obsession and you're finally reading uh, Robert Jordan's wheel of time series. That's also an option because I Which, feel like I need to get into it for the Amazon. Show. Well, you got the new show coming out. Is this what you're thinking ne- this week, by the way? Yeah, yes. Yes. I've never read them before. Me either. But, but, uh, I am starting on the very first one, the eye of the world, 30 hours long. Um, he's prolific dude. This series has a ton of books. I don't even want to see how many there are in it. Yeah, it's like but, between 13 and 17, and I don't but know. But I, I know he died, mm-hmm. and Brandon Sanderson uh, finished the series. Uh, he realized that he couldn't do it in the planned one book. I think there's 
uh, three books he's turned it into. So, that sounds right. Uh, I've 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 never read them. I'm starting tomorrow. I'm uh, pretty excited. It's I have no idea what it's about. Zero. It's um. I've never been the kind of person I, I've tried to not be the kind of person who's like judgy about other people's likes. Right. Believe it or not. Like I, I play it off. Like I don't care about sports or whatever. And generally speaking, I don't, but like, I like that you like them. I, right. I get excited when you're excited. I'm not trying to take away from, from your enjoyment of things. I promise. Uh, for whatever reason, wheel of time is the book that like, the friends of mine that I didn't know I was judgmental of for being nerdier than me were super into. Mm -hmm. And like when I tried to read it, when I was like, do I really want to read wheel of time? I was thinking about those kids going, Oh, I did not know I was judging them. Right. Yeah. I've just, it's, I've, I never thought I just, I never, I never read it. I don't, I just, I just, I don't have a reason for it. I just never did. Um, yep. just like I never read the Stormlight Archive, I just never did. Um, yeah. Dresden, I made the conscious decision not to read because I thought that the fucking cover art looked terrible. It does look really bad. It's really bad. Um, arguably my favorite book series I've ever read, and, and I mean that's talking, and that's Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Game of Thrones. I'm. Wow. I, Dresden is right up there as like the pinnacle for me. I love it. That's what what I need to get back to is uh, I haven't read through the legend of Dritz. I haven't um, read any of that either. Forever. I, it was, it was my jam growing up. It was like one of the only things that I was constantly reading. You know, and I literally, uh, I packed my books away when I went to college and I have not unpacked them. That's the other thing I was, so we were talking about it today. Uh, how many times have you traveled to the dark tower? Uh, either three or four. Right. I'm, I'm, I think I told you today, I'm probably a week away from, from getting to the tower for like the fifth time, maybe fourth time, maybe, Mm -hmm. but, but I haven't read any drifts. I haven't read wheel of time. Mm -hmm. I haven't read, uh, any of the rest of the Cosmere from Sanderson. I've never read. I mean, there's just the list of things I haven't read that are like, right. and like, but I've, but I've read the dark tower eight times. <laughs> yeah. The first time I read, um, Aragon. Yeah. I read it. I literally, I finished it, set it down, went, Oh, that was good. Then picked it up and started reading again. Better read it again. I, I read it literally back to back three times in a row. Yeah. I just, I just liked it that much that first time I read it. Um, what a stinker that one turned into at the end, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they that's told me we couldn't, they told me we couldn't plagiarize anymore. Yeah. Maybe that's all it was. <laughs> he was like, Oh man, <laughs> I was going to write uh, a star Wars. I was going to go, I was, <laughs> here's a dollar. Go do a Star Wars. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, so yeah, we're both, we're both geeking on books this week. It's Pretty nice. Cool. It's nice to geek on books again. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and, uh, tomorrow is the, uh, uh, my first ever, uh, football game as a coach. Nice. And I get to, I get to watch my guys. Uh, place I get to watch my guy play football for the first time. I get to watch my guys play together as a bison for the first time. So that's a uh, tomorrow's. A, I'm pretty excited. Probably won't sleep a lot tonight. Feel nice. pretty excited. It's it's nostalgic, and I you know, uh, I walked onto the football field for the first time in like, well, in 20 years. Wow, and uh, that was really cool. It was cool to be out there. So I'm really excited about that too. Nice. That's awesome. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm, uh, we got, we got some cool potential. We got some good kids and there are good. I mean, these are all the same kids I've coached baseball forever. So like I've now coached them. I've coached 
12 of the kids on the team I've coached since they were six. They're 12 now. So nice. 12 and 13 year olds now. So yeah, it's been pretty cool. But man, that's a long time. That's awesome. It's a, it is. It is a long time. So if you liked what you heard tonight, if you want, you know, you could follow us for more recipes. We could yeah. talk about, I guess, maybe tell us, tell us if you would add anything to the chip truck. Tell us what menu item is missing. Maybe we overlook something. Maybe it's like, maybe we don't have like a, like an ice cream. I don't know. You uh, tell us what you'd add. Yeah. My, my instinct is a sandwich of some kind or gravy. Just a groove. Just like a poutine. Yeah. Ooh, we do. We have poutines. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I now I'm on a whole another tangent in my head, but yeah. I, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to move on to our Patreon and, and our Threadless uh, biscuits and gravy poutine. Yeah, some pet milk. Hmm. Hmm. So if you're into that, head over to our Patreon, uh, Patreon.com/slash/GeekCastLive. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, bring your special Patreon card that we'll someday give out and you'll get a free uh, drink at our chip truck. Yes. Yes. Uh, your, your geek cast live challenge coin. Yeah. Yeah. Loser, okay. Losers got to buy a bag of juice chips. Nice. <laughs> juice chips. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Sounded good. Didn't it? I love it. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I like Kool- it a lot. Kool-Aid powder. It's like a, it's like a bag. It's like a, those bagged beverages they have in Mexico, where it's just a bag filled with horchata and a straw. Kool Aid powder. But, but we sprinkle it on the chips. We sprinkle oh, the like Kool Aid powder on the chips. Yeah. Oh, coolicles are at the chip truck for yep. sure. Yep, you are right. Definitely coolicles. So if you uh, if you want a coolicles uh, T-shirt, head over to gcl.threadless.com. That's uh, gcl.threadless.com. Uh, and you can also check the... stuff oh, out at the uh, violentpress.com, which is where you can find our weekly uh, posts of this episode. If you don't want to go through, you know, iTunes or anything like that, you can just go to violentpress.com to find these episodes as well. Uh, Rob made that website. Yeah, he did a good job. Uh, you can also find us on the socials if you want to talk with us. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Uh, you can reach us by grackle. Yes. That's also uh, cool. Doesn't happen often. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, uh, you got to bribe the grackle with pet milk. Mm-hmm. So not everyone knows that. I do. So Why? They, uh, they also trade in secrets. The grackles. <laughs> they do. Our, our grackle lore is one of my favorite ongoing bits, by the way. Uh, I yeah. When we finally figured out how you could get one to tell you how you would die, but not when, that mm-hmm. was that's, groundbreaking. It's almost worse to know how and not when. Yeah, absolutely. So tell uh, your grandparents, everybody. Hey, everybody! As always, we want to give a special shout out and extra thanks to all of our. Patreon supporters, backers, friends, family, the people that prop up this monster. Uh, you know who you are, but we want to give you a shout out anyway. Our boy, Sam Ulstercaster, uh, old Popcap Williams, Danger Johnson, Dave the Fish, my man Fans, my man Rondo, Brandon Rust, Kelly Shuttlewood, uh, the Poly Nerds, Lada Bartova. Mungo Jerry, the K-Man, Jesse G. Letourneau, all of our friends, Dave Chappelle, not that Dave Chappelle, 1P, 1L, uh, Blaster Man Rodriguez, Three Finger Emily, um, who else we got? Somebody said, well, yeah, old Blimpy, Clamperman, coming in hot, hot route. Thanks to all you guys and more. We appreciate it. Uh, we couldn't do this uh, C-graded product. Without you, thanks so much. Grab Peppy G. Snarkle flap. And the hoozy.